Drier than a camera up on a sunny day? Does your skin look like a hippodon during a sandstorm? Is your water gun looking a little more like a water spout? Then you need Liquid IV, the only product that comes in a convenient stick and will provide you with two times your hydration. Prostrat, you just unlock the ability Water Absorb. Got an upcoming beauty pageant and the poffins just aren't hitting right? Are you a career man and you can't tend to your gym because you're always in a Zoom meeting? Or maybe your ESP classes at the local gym have you worn out? Then Liquid IV is the liquid multiplier that can hydrate you with just one small stick and 16 ounces of water. That's less water than a sunkern and will hydrate you twice as much as that regular old bottle of water you gave that guard. And flavors, we have them. White peach, probably tastes like an all creamy or slur puff. Green grapes, I'm guessing that's like a cherim. And lemon lime, I bet an electrode would have a sick lemon flavor. Flavors, hydration, base stats, EVs, IVs, it's got it all. Time to go from a pre-evolved dehydrated baby Pokemon to a fully evolved hydration monster. You'll have so much water in you that you could flood the local area in some sick kaiju battle for no reason. Or if you need to cure that hangover from eating all those legendary sandwiches, obviously, then all you need is just one stick of liquid IV. No artificial sweeteners and zero sugar, no rare candies here, and a prop proprietary amino acid aloes blend provides a sweet taste without the calories or raised blue blood glucose levels. No spike in sugar means you won't be slacking off on your next turn. Contains eight vitamins, calcium, iron, I don't know, maybe, and nutrients that are needed for everyday wellness, and three times the electrolytes. You'll have so many electrolytes, you'll have an elikid sucking on you like an outlet. And this is a non-GMO product, Team Rocket cruelty-free, and free of gluten, dairy, and soy, so no wanted tummy aches or Pokemon were hurt in the making of this product. Liquid IV has also donated over 39 million servings to 50-plus countries around the world. Alola, Kanto, Johto, Paldea, all of them have been sticked. You trying to save up those gimme ghouls? Well, you can golden go get 20% off from liquidiv.com if you use offer code DITTOS at checkout. Again, that's 20% off anything you order at liquidiv.com when you use offer code DITTOS at checkout. Daycare DITTOS used liquidation. It was super effective. Hi guys, welcome to Daycare Dittos. Uh, we were supposed to, well, I was supposed to try to get a, a special uh, guest today. And I was thinking, you know, Honcho, he's like a, a big mafioso guy, a big boss guy. And I was like, perfect. I, I know a guy from New Jersey. His name is James Gandolfini. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we'll get him on the podcast uh never watched the sopranos don't know a lot about the guy um it turns out we can't get him we can't book him but his uh, son <laughs> <laughs> will so him yeah so i thought immediately like who's the who's the other toughest machoist mafiosoist person in the entire state of new jersey uh, so with us is special guest, Sarah. Hi. 
Say like a tough jersey thing. I, I went to go. I thought about it, I'm like, how do I say that? And I almost said like a, a fucking pirate. Tear my hand. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you motherfucker. <laughs> Have some coffee with that chocolate, why don't you? You want some gobble ghoul? I got you a gimme ghoul. <laughs> Probably like the least toughest person, so... <laughs> Um, I also have never watched The Sopranos, so I have no... Oh, no, my no, goodness. It's yeah. a good show. Doing a That's... disgrace to us New Jerseyans over here. It's too violent for me. It is. It, and it's also a, a bit depressing at times. It oh, it's be, very uh... depressing. But it's, if I it's... want to be depressed, I'll watch Steven Universe. It's, oh, it's yeah. a great... It's a secret comedy. There's lots of very funny moments in it. And uh, also, like, it's a really great flashback to, like, 2001 to 2004 New Jersey. Like, yes, yeah. definitely. Stupid show couldn't even end, right? <laughs> I know! Oh, my God. So, so there, one thing, too, like, you'll point shit out. It's like that meme. Steven's gonna strangle me. It, it's like that meme of um, Leonardo DiCaprio where he's, like, pointing. You yeah. know that one where he's pointing at the screen and he's like, oh, yep. Yeah. Like, there's a scene when he gets pulled over by the cops uh, heading to Fountains of Wayne on, yeah. on oh, Route 46. To record his hit single, Stacy's Mom. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, what they're named after. So he gets pulled over. The cops, you see the lights go on when he's outside of Jose Tejas. Yeah. What? But that- when he gets pulled over and they, he pulls into a parking lot to film, He's in front of where Toys R Us, Kids R Us, and Office Depot was. But the problem is, he was heading, I guess that's 46 West. So we're yeah. like, whoa, yeah, whoa, that, whoa. That doesn't make, that doesn't add up. <laughs> that doesn't happen. He, he was going the wrong way. It didn't happen. So like little things like that. Also, I know, I don't want to dox you, but um, the parking lot in front of the KB Toys you worked at is in it too. There's a place I drive past all the time in Paramus where I'm like, yeah, the first episode of The Sopranos, Tony just beats up a guy right in front of that fountain. <laughs> like just, And everybody watches. And I'm just driving past it all the time. It's a good show. I dated a girl and she kept on saying that her neighbor's house was used to film an episode. So, Oh my gosh. I feel like... I, uh... I feel like Sorry, most places that you go to in Jersey have like a little plaque that says, the Sopranos were taped here. Yay. Well, yeah, I, I grew up, the middle school I went to was a block away from where the last episode was filmed. Houston's. No joke, my favorite restaurant that I go to, I was like, it's an episode where Tony and Carmela go and they're like, oh, it's our special place. It's our favorite oh restaurant. Oh my God, the yeah. sushi and, place? And I was like, that place oh. looks good. I looked it up. It was like down the street from me. I was like, well, I'm going. And it was great. <laughs> Nori and they have sushi, photos of right? Them. Nori. Yeah. yeah. I love it too. It's so Jersey because she always calls it Nori's. Nori. Yeah. She's like, you went to Nori's without me? Like... <laughs> I love that too because I work at Zap Comics and still all the moms there call it Zaps. I don't know why it's a very Jersey mom thing to add an S to uh, places to pluralize. Yeah. Uh, so in other words, fuck Pokemon. Everyone just get on go your watch the Sopranos. Go on your Max app. Well, and uh, it's a prerequisite for this episode, is it not? It is. Like, it you really is. Have to. You do. Well, I blew it. So sorry, guys. You I blew guess it. I should... Well, I mean, have you seen any of the Godfathers? Nope. Nope. I haven't. Me neither. I, I haven't either. Okay. But do those Maybe take it's... place in Jersey? Um, no. Yes. So I think I'm good. I think I'm good. 
my old uh, commute to work used to be half of the the Sopranos theme song. Yeah. So that's how I would describe it to people. Like literally, I was driving home and I couldn't get home because a bush was on fire, and there was like this whole tree line that was on fire. And to show people at work what was on fire, I literally just went through the Sopranos theme song, paused it, and was like, that whole thing was on fire. And they were like, that part by the graveyard? Yeah. Right down the street from Pizza Town. (laughs) I know exactly what you're talking about, too. That's the sad part. It's a very Jewish graveyard. And Mm -hmm. every now and then they put stickers on some of the graves, and I never got it. I always sat in traffic traffic next to it. And the part that's on the other side of the highway, there's a lot of, like, Jewish graves. There's, like, tons of Stars of David and stuff like that. It's, like, a whole section. And for some reason, every now and then, they just put big, like, circle stickers on the grave. Hmm. It probably has to do with, like, upkeep or something. Yeah. But I always thought it was weird that it was just, like, you were a good dead guy. You get a sticker. (laughs) (laughs) Gold star. I mean, why not? Yeah. You didn't come back. Gold star. Way to go. No Jewish zombies. You didn't come back as a, uh, what the fuck are they? What's like when they put a spirit? A golem. Oh, <laughs> a yeah. Pokemon. You don't come back as a graveler or a golem. Yeah. Um. So, Sarah, we're going to ask you a series of questions that we ask most of our guests. Okay. Um. And uh, my first question for you is, uh, who is your favorite wrestler? Oh, who's my favorite wrestler? Wow. Oh, man. It really depends. Um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big Keith Lee fan. I love Keith Lee. Um, my favorite wrestler, though. I'm trying to think of, like, is there one of all time, like, someone who really takes it all? I don't know. I think it changes. Currently, it's, like, Keith Lee, Adam Cole. Um, I, you know, I love, hate MJF because, you know, that's that's the gimmick. That's probably it. That's all I got for now. After this, I'll my, think of like 10 others. I'll be like, yeah, they're yeah. my favorite. They're my favorite. They're my favorite. Yeah. Well, we could record this again. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dave has nothing but time on his hands. Um, <laughs> yeah. My, my favorite is uh, El Toro from the Jackie Chan Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, I mean, uh, our... Our first question is usually uh, just a, a simple one, but it usually takes the longest. Uh, now, we all are here because we love Pokemon. Uh, and, Speak uh, for yourself. <laughs> Dave's here because he's on the fence, and we're just trying to get him to, to take the plunge. And I think we're nearly there. Uh, but I think what would really help Dave in this trying time, and this, this time where his faith is being sh- shooken, shaken, um is to uh would you be able to tell us your personal uh history with pokemon yeah uh so i uh, man i remember seeing pokemon as a kid and being like wow that's really cool i really want to play that my mom being like no that's for boys and being like all right i guess not um (laughs) no so um but my first time i got to play a game was on game boy color is Pokemon Gold. And the only reason my mom bought it for me because I was saying I didn't feel well and she didn't believe me. And then I passed out. <laughs> and she was <laughs> oh like, I think she felt bad. So she bought it for me. <laughs> Worse. Um, and you felt fine. You just really wanted Pokemon. Yeah, you know, you I, just, like, I almost cracked sick. my head open just for Pokemon. That's fine. Um, okay, important. Were you okay? Though? I was fine, yeah. Might have had like a, they weren't sure if I had a concussion or not, but my mom didn't want to take me to the hospital because we were in like Pennsylvania. Um, 
so she the doctor's just like or the emt was just like yeah just don't let her fall asleep in the car uh you take, had, uh, take her to the doctor tomorrow you had yeah. pokemon, pokemon to to yeah keep me up keep you awake so yeah. um i think yeah. that's how i swung that that's much cheaper than a hospital visit yeah too. right <laughs> like my mom they... also at one point was like okay you could get these teeth pulled or if you pulled them out yourself i'll buy you a video game there you go <laughs> oh my goodness and that my friends international listeners is american health <laughs> that's it that's it right there <laughs> um yeah but to be fair, the the Pennsylvania doctors would just be like, "It seems you got some shit in your jaw." <laughs> <laughs> got him. Oh boy. <laughs> um, yeah. So after that, I mean, like, I remember the only other the thing I came closest to getting for Pokemon cards was, I guess, like Burger King was doing a promotion, so I convinced my mom mm-hmm. to like, I guess, go to Burger King a couple times and get kids meals. So I got like those cool little Burger King kids meal cards. Um, but I never as a child owned like an actual pack of Pokemon cards. So when I was older, I did buy myself a pack and it was like heaven to open my first pack ever. Um, mm-hmm. And so I played like... Do you like... remember what your first set was? Oh, I don't. I don't. I Do you remember who your first starter was? <laughs> I was probably... I don't know. I feel like I was a super basic bitch. So gosh... Don't say it. Was it? Was it Chikorita? No. Gosh. It would have been more funny if you said, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> um... I was a kid, but I wasn't stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had a concussion. I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't thinking right. <laughs> I don't even remember. This was so long ago. I was like 11. So this was like okay. a really long time well, ago. I'm sorry. What if you had to sorry. choose now? Yeah. Oh boy, who are the starters in that game? Also, Cinequil, Totodile, and Chikorita. Those are the only two. There's only there's only one right answer. Cinequil. And it's Totodile. Yes, no. <laughs> that's the one. That's the right answer. Wrong answer. <laughs> was were those the starters for that one? Or no, not gold. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. it was yellow. I'm uh, I'm an asshole. It was yellow. Oh. Not gold. Well, then it was uh, Charmander Squirtle. Ball it was probably one. Charmander. No. In that that's one, right. you just started straight Pikachu. Did you? Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's right. right. That's right. Yeah, never mind. You got all of them. You got yeah, them if all. you were if you talk to people. God, yeah. we were so we're so far away from Gen One. That's how, we forget. how long ago it's been. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, real. I can't even well, get the name of the game right. I mean, they're both uh, sort of uh, yellowish, orange in hue. It was in my my bright green Game Boy color. Some even refer to gold as yellow too. I don't think so. There is a distinct difference between gold and yellow, the colors. Yeah, no, I'm just... And the games. Yes. I'm just an idiot when it comes to remembering names. So, good luck, It's all right. You had a concussion. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, you get a pass. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so since then, I mean, like, I feel like as an adult, I've definitely gotten back into it. I've played, like, a few of the games over the years again you know that childhood concussion really just killed my memory so i don't really remember (laughs) just kidding guys um no but uh especially um now that my daughter is getting older and she has started taking interest in pokemon we play pokemon go pretty much every day she's been playing um let's go eevee and stuff like that so we've been that's wonderful pretty much the wonderful thing to bond over right what a uh, that's pretty much what we've been doing and i feel like i've 
now I'm more into Pokemon than I was even as a child. Do her I mean, favorites kind of change from day to day, or does she have a um, true blue favorite? She likes Snorlax and pretty much any of the pur purple Pokemon. So. Yeah, because she's the best kid well, on the I planet. I wonder who was the biggest influence on her favorite Pokemon. Hmm. She loves like, Sarah's. Haunter. Sarah's not a bad influence. <laughs> I may have had a couple of conversation with Sarah's daughter. Yeah, maybe it's okay. A bit. Your son's gonna be a Diglett boy. <laughs> Diglett, <laughs> Tingle, oh, no. and Dunsparce. Oh no! Um, so uh, oh, the the other day I saw. Um, um, in the every FNF uh, Discord, Alex uh, posted a uh, reaction to me posting a purple Pikmin with a picture of a purple Pikmin that said purple, uh, <laughs> P-Y-B-R-L. Um, and it's made me laugh ever since. So uh, I wanted your take on it, Sarah. How do you feel about purple? Purple? The way it's spelled? Okay, yeah. which Sarah? Yeah, which Sorry. Sarah? Yeah. Uh, any Sarah who wants to comment yeah. on this right now. We, I mean, I don't first. give a shit how it's spelled. If it's purple, I love it. No, purple. It's purple. Purple sounds like a toddler's trying to say purple in camp. I like yeah. it though. I like. I think I'm, that's purple, a rug wrap purple. Purple mm -hmm. as a color, I feel like is bluish. It's like that '90s purple. Mm -hmm. Like it's like the Play-Doh purple. If you know what that means, smells like plastic. Yeah, purple smells like plastic. Maybe it's close to that one fucking Starburst, that purpley one. You know the one I'm talking about. No, there are purple Starbursts. No. Yeah, yeah, it's like I one of those weird ass ones. You know something I learned that really pissed me off today because mm -hmm. Sarah's not gonna let me. Uh, wife Sarah. Uh, my wife Sarah, not, uh, <laughs> not Growlithe previous guest's wife Sarah. Wow, you're the third of your lineage to come on this podcast. That's we right. Had, we had Jason, right. Justin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Skittles are now banned from California. You can no longer buy them in California because they have carcinogens in them. Oh, fuck. I was eating Skittles today. <laughs> well, I'm, time I'm... to find a new wife. <laughs> To some extent, no, okay. everything will give you cancer. Exactly. But the, you could still buy fucking cigarettes there. Imagine if it's say, just like, are you 18? Okay. So this is, this is a little embarrassing, but maybe it's something we all need to talk about. So I got Captain Crunch Oops All Berries, and Love I it. ate it, and I had to throw the box out because twice my bowel movements were green. They were dyed green. What the yeah. fuck? And I was like, I looked it up, and apparently the dyes from the oops all berries <laughs> will make your your you know poop oops all green. So, so that's so interesting. <laughs> that's very interesting because my aunt has colitis, and it was started. It started when she she said it started like a couple of days after she ate a whole box of Captain Crunch. Oh. So I wonder if there's like well, a class action I'm lawsuit. just saying, it made me start to think like what other things are passing through my body that like All are... the worst things. So, yeah. So I used to buy the Flaming Hot Cheetos uh, Whole oh, Foods brand He's not allowed time. anymore. Oh, well, they don't make it anymore. He's not allowed to buy any Cheetos anymore, okay? Because it's, my... it's public now. He's not allowed to eat Flaming Hot Cheetos of any kind, any brand anymore. Well, I had an issue because my poop was oops all blood. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no. 
And uh, at first I thought it was like, oh, it's probably the food coloring. Then they ran out of them at the store. It's funny because multiple people were like, yo, why does Whole Food get rid of their Flamin' Hot Cheetos? They're so much better. And uh, the, the red poop kept going. And then I was just like, oh, this has been blood the whole time. <laughs> yeah. There yeah. was some you can, rapper You can who... hear the entire saga on uh, our uh, predecessor mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah, calling all creeps. Somebody, uh, some rapper went to the hospital for eating too many hot Cheetos. Yeah, you're, they're not allowed in Wimp. this house anymore. It, it's, it's, that's it. Well, to be fair, recently I had to go buy uh, something from 7-Eleven down the street. So I walked there and they didn't have it. But they did have a ghost pepper flaming hot yeah, Cheetos. Yeah, also not allowed in this house which, anymore. I want to try that. Yeah, they're very spicy and no. very good, but they hurt coming out fiery and hot do they do they hurt on the top or the bottom like indigestion or are you just shitting yourself everyone no i wasn't shitting myself it's just i had to poop often and it was very hot (laughs) it burned my little moral of the story don't buy flaming hot anything i chapped lips now i'm just curious (laughs) i haven't had any and now i kind of just want to try them they're very good i want to see how my bottle holds up like, Go yeah. out, get some oops all berries, some flaming hot Cheetos. Oh my god! Because I've Have never had, night. I've never had issues like these before. But the only thing close to that is drinking too much red wine in a night and then throwing up the red wine and Ugh. looking yeah. like blood. Yeah, my friend uh, drank a cherry slushy and uh, thought she was going to die when she threw up. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's just the cherry. Yeah, yeah. just the red dye. I remember I was cleaning my apartment way back when, and it's when I started drinking gin and tonics because my dad liked them. And I was like in the mood. I was like, I'm fucking doing it. I'm cleaning everything. But I was like, I'll cook dinner at one point. And then I didn't. And I just kept drinking gin and tonics and didn't eat dinner and got so drunk that I literally cleaned the grout of the tiles and everything. But didn't have anything to eat when I was really drunk at night and just started eating a, a bunch of booberry cereal. And the next morning I woke up and threw up booberry so violently <laughs> that I bruised my sternum on the front of the toilet and also just puked straight like the most fluorescent pinkish bluish. It was beautiful. Yeah. That's it was a art. Good time. It was my first apartment that I like rented and it's like a memory I'll always. This was in North Arlington? No, this was in Wayne. Oh, Wayne. God, I'm I'm uh, doxing us, but people oh, this podcast, they could figure out all of our like trajectory and shit. Yeah. And like, w- I'm watching Wayne's, the Sopranos episode. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne's huge. They're not going to find me. I dare you. You just Fucking doxed yourself. You. No one knew you were in Wayne until just now. I'm six foot three and yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you seen his base stats? Yeah. Yeah, yeah my base stats? <laughs> Fuck, we have those. They don't know what state. Oh shit. <laughs> oh damn. Um yeah, so Pokemon. Yeah, um, did we even discuss what we're doing today? I don't think we, well, no, we didn't came up. Special oh, we didn't yeah, we didn't finish our special <laughs> questions. Um <laughs> Oh my god. So uh and that that concludes your your history of Pokemon, including you ushering the, the good word onto the next generation. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's just me wanting, like, a wannabe wanting to play Pokemon and then, like, vaguely doing it, but then more getting into it now with uh, 
Here's my little it's all right. my, my daughter. Yeah, some people have to be the um, bug catchers in the Verdian forest so <laughs> that your daughters can become the ace trainers. That's right. It needs to start um, somewhere in the family. But sadly, yeah. if she's going to be a Pokemon master, it means uh, Justin's got to go. Because <laughs> dads just don't happen in the Pokemon world. Sorry, man. Sorry. He can come back later uh, to, to help with the, the octuplets. You need to marry a Mr. Mime? Yep. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Um, and then our next question, of course, is uh, you're on for, and we're going to announce this finally so that people who couldn't read the title will know who we're talking <laughs> about, uh, Pokemon 198 Murkrow and Pokemon, oh, I don't have the right number for Honchkrow, uh, and Pokemon number 69, 4, 20, 3, 11. It's... <laughs> what do you got, Steven? It's 199 for Murkrow, right? Uh oh, probably. That makes I'm sense. A, let me look at uh no, no 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 for for Murkrow, for Honchkrow it is 430. Okay. Oh, like 420 plus 10. Yes. See, Peter had the wrong number for Honchkrow. I had the wrong number for Murkrow. I'm uh yeah, I'm just completely uh I, I take my notes nowadays like it's like uh, it's 10 minutes before a test. Um, <laughs> so why have you chosen uh, of all of the, the Pokemon, what made you spiritually connected or just like, you know, vibe with Murkrow or Honchkrow? Honestly, I, I really like Murkrow. Super spooky. Uh, you know, looks like a witch, which is I'm like super into. I, I also like birds, which is a weird thing to say. Um, since I've started working from home, I've become a little bit of a birder. I like to watch birds yeah. in my yard, go for walks in the yeah. park, and look birds. So he's a birds spoo- spooky little bird. Um, and it, I just I see like this little sadness in his eyes. Have you ever? I don't know. He just has. He just mm-hmm. looks so sad, but spooky, <laughs> and I can relate. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. We're all a little sad and we're all a little spooky. spooky. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's why I vibe with Murkrow the, the most. Yeah. And if you come to Wayne, New Jersey looking for me, I will mess you up. My face <laughs> attacks. Are you that. more of a, Peter, you're more of a haunch crow, I think. <laughs> uh, no, I'm more of like a man tyke, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Your stats are way better than a man tyke. We got you. We got you. There's one picture of Honchkrow that I see. I mean, he just looks like a, like a Three Musketeer type of mm-hmm. guy, type of little guy. Very regal. I can see that. The Pokedex entry paints him uh, way differently. Yeah. Um, yes. But yes. you could you could definitely see it. He looks almost a little romantic. Honchkrow. Yes. Actually, even I, I'm looking at like one of the cards right now. Like he looks. I don't know. There's something very elegant about him. He's, uh, I mean, he's just, uh, he holds himself, uh, you know, like, like just all those organized crime guys. It's all about uh, the, the slicked back hair, the nice fresh yeah. outfit, just the, the, the macho stance, the, the, you know, grooming yourself, wearing the fancy suits, mm-hmm. uh, projecting power. He definitely 
got that. Uh, well, I also have Honchkrow as the water fish Pokemon. So. <laughs> <laughs> so that's weird. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I like that of... this sad little Murkrow grows up to be like this this regal, yeah. elegant, badass Honchkrow. It's yeah. like the street kid that gets taken under the wing, pun intended. What? Is this like a Bronx Tale, but for birds? Yes. Okay. A Bronx Tale, but for birds. The <laughs> title of this episode. Yeah, we could do I, that. I do love how all the birds in Gen 2 are like weird birds. Mm-hmm. Like, you have <laughs> Noctowl, who's like a dark little owl. You have uh, Zatu and Natu, mm-hmm. who are like psychic birds. And then you have like Murkrow, who's like the dark bird yeah we don't really have a a pigeon this generation yeah in gen one you had uh pidgey fero doduo doduo yeah and now you have like your dark mysterious psychic birds and stuff they're all real cool in gen two yeah and then eventually you get to like sigilyph and you're like the fuck (laughs) what kind of bird is that sigilyph sounds like a like a curse word or an std Um, why not both yeah that's why like I always wear protection. I don't want yeah. to catch Sigilyph. If you are pregnant or expecting, do not take Sigilyph. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I take twice daily Sigilyph. Yeah. Oh, man, that should be a game. Uh, is it a Pokemon or medicine? It <laughs> oh, is. Yeah. They do that online. Do that. But the thing is, like, yeah, I saw a thing and I was like, oh, everyone sends this to me. And it's very clever. Somebody made, like, a game for their friends. And it's a, uh, like, a... a powerpoint at home and it's always just like snorlax and people are like oh that's a medicine nope but there's you know lax in the name yeah yeah so, but there's there's very snorlax, few others it makes you sleep and shit yourself yeah <laughs> i mean people like to like be like oh yeah you have a pokemon podcast i bet you can't name every single pokemon i'm like well how long do you have? Because yeah. I could probably name most of them and, and it's going to take forever. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not going to remember Black Flan or whatever, like the dot Pokemon. Like, yeah. I, any of the Ultra Beasts. I'm sorry. It always comes down to the Ultra Beasts. I'm never going to remember them. Well, Literally. Famosa? I could probably, if, like, I'm good to name probably 900. I could probably name about 900 as well. I think I can get 900 out there. Like, pretty... I feel like... You also, gotta give me a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and also, like, pictures help. Like, if, mm-hmm. if you show me pictures, I can name a lot oh, more yeah, yeah, than yeah. if I have to come up with them just off the top of my head. But, yeah. like, I get Gen 1 from top to bottom. I'll, I'll be able to name those for sure. Yeah. Um... It's good if you have a pen and paper, and it's good if you have like little little squares that you can fill out too. Um, but anyway, we digress. Uh, we were talking about Murkrow, sad witch-like bird. Now, honestly, the design for Mo- Murkrow is what I really appreciate in Pokemon. You take an animal, you add a little spice, and you got a perfect form. This That's is nice. this is a, a spooky crow, a little bit of sadness. And a witch's hat. Perfect. 
kind of and creeping, and I learned today when I was learning or when I was reading about its biology that its tail is a broomstick. Yeah, I was just gonna say they, they got the witch's hat and the broomstick. It's yeah, full tush. When they're flying around, it looks like they're like a witch on a broom. Yeah. And then they say like it also is kind of a nod to crows and ravens being like familiars to witches and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, like a, yeah. like a murder of crows is a, a group of crows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And murkrows are referred to, a group of murkrows is also referred to as a murder. There you go. To make them even more spooky. So, I mean, if you come up to, up to me and you say, what does a murder, what does a Pikachu look like? This Pikachu look like? Uh, yeah. You, you now know. Mm-hmm. Corvid. Yeah. Somebody was farting in their car, so. Yeah, somebody did <laughs> a real you. good car stunt. Yeah. Um, it was a Murkrow. Could be. The one thing that really bummed me out is that, like, people don't like Murkrow. Um, yeah. And maybe it's a little warranted because Murkrow don't seem to love people either, but um, it still bums me out. Well, Murkrow are not the... very nice. No, they're not. I feel like, don't they, like, lure people to their death or something like that? They will. Okay, so uh, when death. they feel maybe not death, like the kids game. <laughs> or it's meant for well, kids. people I mean, die. Implied. People die it's in Pokemon is... all the freaking time. But like they yeah, try and make yeah. a kid friendly game, you know, like yeah. You Wait know, until we get to po- Yamask, Driftblim, or yeah. uh, no. Some of the Pokedex entries have been pretty nuts with death and things like that, especially all the ghost Pokemon. But yeah, Murkrow is not kind. I mean, it when it's feeling threatened in particular, it will like and specifically when it's being chased by something. I don't know what's chasing a Murkrow, but it'll try to lose the attacker by like leading it down like a dark path or mountain trail or like some alleyway and make the traveler get lost. And uh, it likes to do this because it's like a mean spirited prank. And it's just like, yeah, you're going to chase me, antagonize me. Well, Look what I can do to you. Leading you to your doom. Right. Um, They're said to bring misfortune and bad luck. Yeah. And they even like, there's all sorts of like sayings and stuff associated with Murkrow and Honchkrows, which are really cool. Nursery rhymes, right? Yeah, like I I love this. Um, they awaken at dusk and take wing in the twilight, leading to the expression "Get home before the Murkrow fly." Ooh. I'm like, that's so cool. Like a little saying related to Murkrow. Um, I, in this I world. loved this, especially because so Murkrow I always appreciated, but never had on my team until Legends Arceus. I had a Honchkrow. Mm-hmm. Um and. The Legends Arceus uh, Pokedex entry is widely shunned as a bearer of ill fortune. Upon crossing paths with this creature, I've been told one must chant, Workum, Workrum, Workrum, bad luck don't come, as a protective incantation. Which, Workrum is Murkrow backwards, which I think is also supposed to be a little nod to the Shining Mm -hmm. with Red Rum. Mm -hmm. But I love that there's like folklore and like little witchcraft kind of things that's added into like the game that, you know, folklore and legend would come from. So mm-hmm. I loved that so much when I caught it that I was like, yes, you are now my friend forever. 
Yeah. I was thinking too, like, why did I not really have a Murkrow? And then I read um, that it's actually not available in Gen 2 until Kanto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Those like, are some of the Pokemon that are new to the generation, but could only be found in Kanto, just like Slugma, Slugma Nuts. Houndor, <laughs> um, right? Yeah. Hound, Houndour. Yeah. That's probably why I never had one, I have to think, because. It's also not that great of a Pokemon. Sure, but I think as a kid, I, I would have just been like, that's Ooh, cool. I which would... bird? Yeah. Need it. Exactly. You could replace Girafferig. He hasn't yeah. done much. I was <laughs> yeah. so pissed off I couldn't get Hondur. I wanted it so bad. And then when I finally got it, I was like, oh man, I already have a Tyranitar. That's the problem. You're so late in the game, you already beat the Elite Four of Johto. It's like a victory lap at this point, and you appreciate it, but the stats are all really high. You're not going to start a new team. That's kind of why I appreciate um, the DLCs for Sword and Shield and new ones, because like all the Pokemon there are all kind of fresh, and you can start fresh. You can make a new team and have fun, so... The, um, yeah, I guess a lot of the things having to do with, with Murkrow too are kind of things that, that people will say about, you know, crows as well. They're, you know, smart enough birds that they'll remember people who have done them wrong. They can be, you know, spooky or, you know, bringers of bad omens, um, and I see that a lot uh, mirrored in, in Murkrows. Yeah, I, it sucks too because like crows, ravens, these things that are maybe associated with like bad omens or whatever, they're like the, one of the smartest birds. Like they're super smart and like murders of crows will like if animals die, if, if one of their own dies, they will like try to figure out like how they died. And if they figure out that it's like a person or an animal, they'll like chase after it. Um, like they have, they're very interesting animals and, um, it's unfortunate that they're associated with bad stuff. Um, that's why we like them too. Right. Because we're, you know, there's a lot of people who really like, like, Oh, yeah, no, that's that's that that's that edgy shit, and I'm like, yeah, I live for that edgy shit. Yeah, gonna take an edgy shit. Uh, we have a friend, uh, Sarah. We have a mutual friend, uh, guest Sarah, uh, also named Sarah, who actually has worked <laughs> on befriending the crows in her uh, city, and oh, yeah. apparently has been working. Yeah, if you befriend them, like they'll bring you shit. Yeah. Yep. They're, they're good to have on your side. They've been trained to like collect cigarette butts and stuff um, that they are discarded. Or um, if you train them to look for like coins or money, they'll like find it and just drop it off for you. <laughs> like, now can can some? Uh, they're all corvids, right? That's like the the name of like a, a family of uh, like the animal yeah. family of crows and and jays and because that's where it like says. corvinite comes from too um yep. are any of them capable of copying human speech because apparently murkrow yes. can yeah ravens can mimic human speech and i believe there's um 
a video I've seen a couple times. They say nevermore, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, they, I believe they can. They're one of the, the few animals that will mimic human speech. Um, just to be like, you're going to die. You're going to mm-hmm. die. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. If you look it up, there's a video of a woman with a raven um, that's talking. You can find that on YouTube. Okay. Um, they also love shiny things, which is another thing that mm-hmm. they talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting. They're just like a um, Meowth and uh, what's the other one? Gabite? Yeah, they will. Murkrow and Meowth will loot one another's stashes. Mm-hmm. The Murkrow will sneak into Gabite's, um, you know, because Gabite is like a dragon. And so they, they'll... dragons have wards. Yep, so Murkrow will go in and search for that treasure. Um, they will uh, take the rings right off of women's fingers. Um, and uh, yeah, just it loves shiny and sparkly objects. Um, I think it's is... more like, yeah, it's like more shiny kind of motivated than it is like value like yeah. Meowth is. Like Meowth is all about the value of things. Murkrow is just like, ooh, shiny, need it. Thanks been there yeah. I don't know, and i mean again the house came out of the pokeball in smash brothers 64 he was always throwing his coins at me well that's because he thought you were sexy because you were playing as captain falcon so you were uh false i was uh kirby and pikachu back in the day well still stands <laughs> believe it it's the perfect human form uh, yeah kirby <laughs> exactly um the names are uh, a little interesting so english the inspiration is uh murder and murky um mixed with crow um we have some similar stuff in other languages the japanese name is yami karasu which yami is darkness and karasu is crow so it is the darkness crow and uh, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yami, uh, Yami Yugi is like the dark Yugi uh, in Yu-Gi-Oh! Because i got to bring it back to Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, of course. This is a Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, podcast. Exactly. <laughs> um, the French uh, name f- uh, for Murkrow is uh, Quenebre. Uh, so Corne is a crow. And Tenebre is darkness. So Cornebre is a uh, crow of darkness. And then the um, German name is uh, Kramorks, um, which is uh, a Krai a is a crow, uh, or a Rabe is a crow, and Merks means to, to botch up. So you have Kramorks, which is the crow who, like, messes things up. <laughs> I like is, that. Yeah. He's a, he's a little little troublemaker, a little stinker. Yeah, little we were stinker. talking about Definitely this Definitely a lot of little stinker energy here. Tons, Tons of stinker energy on this one. Yeah, I mean, I think in the anime, from what I saw, like, the Spearows were replaced with Murkrows. Like, the angry bird was Murkrows. Like, yeah, and they fired them out of pigs from their little uh, slingshots. <laughs> as most angry birds are done did you know that in the anime uh murkrow who 
really love. So the, the episode's called All That Glitters, and three Murkrow stole Ash's batches. <laughs> and uh, then they joined forces with Ash's knocked owl against Team Rocket, of course, and eventually gave his stuff back. But I kind of love that, like, Ash's badges are stolen and he loses his shit he when he should have just been like well easy come easy go couldn't he because he's already beaten these gym leaders couldn't he go back there and just be like hey guys you know i i beat you right yeah but the it's the most kind of humiliating like, day of your life system they have like is that badge the only indicator is there some formal paperwork that they need to fill out like yeah, yeah. it seems a little loosey-goosey need, to me you need eight points of record of uh identification yeah, right. and state yeah. id Ash is like that's birth certificate it's like five dollars plus shipping and handling i don't want to do that yeah <laughs> gotta activate uh, your badge again you gotta create a new password and pin number and it's gross no thank you an app you gotta download an app for each one yeah <laughs> I actually have to go to the DMV really soon to finally 100% officially change my name since Dave and I got married. And I just am dreading it because the DMV gives me so much anxiety. You're going to change your name to Dave too? Yeah, definitely. It's going right. to be, um, no, it's actually going to be also Dave. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Supposed to be uh, Chainsaw's original name. Right. <laughs> Chainsaw, also Dave. Um. Just wish you had like five more cats. That way we could. Have um, I would totally have names. five more cats. We were talking like if a kitten. I had a dream that like a kitten was like we found it in the pumpkin patch, like in the back, <laughs> which would be so cute if we had a little. It was an orange pumpkin too, so we could have named it pumpkin. Oh, but it was yeah. a dream and not real life. But yeah. if we found a kitten, we would probably take it in. Definitely, my pumpkin or yeah, the pumpkin patch died today. It's today was its last last day too cold yeah so we kind of live on a mountain and last night it got down to like 38 degrees Oof. and pumpkins yeah and pumpkins are good up until 50 degrees anything below 50 they really struggle and it's been under 50 for quite a few days in a row now and then last night was just really really cold so i had to call it so yeah yeah yeah. So you had to put dynamite in all the pumpkins and explode them. <laughs> no, they're on my porch now. Yeah, yeah, exploded all over the porch, like the guts of the pumpkin. Yeah. They look amazing. They're really They're, they're cute. very green. They did not mature to be orange, but it's okay. It's okay. Immature pumpkins. Yeah. yeah. I'm into it. One of them was really big. One of them was like exceptionally big, like... Much bigger than some of the other pumpkins that are actually orange that I've gotten in the past, but it's still very green. So I'm wondering how big these pumpkins were supposed to get, you know? Yeah, they have nice shapes too, though. They did. Sometimes they're too round. Um, yeah, one of them, um, so I, we named them all. Well, Instagram helped name them all. And Stephen, thank you. You're a large contributor to naming all these pumpkins. Oh, I'm glad I could help. Stephen's yeah. the names guy. Yeah, he I is. just. I used a lot of over the garden wall references. And so. well, you also named Lil Stinker because we did wow. have a pumpkin named Lil Stinker. Need it. Yeah. So he's very round. <laughs> <laughs> so is Jack, and so is um, Greg, our pumpkin. Mm-hmm. So. He goes just. But it was fun. Spray paint them orange. No one will know the difference. That is a good oh, idea. Yeah. Look at you. That's a great idea. 
douse it in acrylic paint. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of some more names, um, there I love uh, names uh, of Pokemon in the games, and we have Ebony and Murky, uh, who appear in the Pokemon contests in Diamond and Pearl. Um, as you may remember, Pokemon contests in Diamond and Pearl, you would have a Pokemon. And you could decorate it with like little accessories and enter it into a contest. Loved it. Something I have actually never done in those games. I used to do it, but just for fun. Um, like not j- just to dress up my Pokemon with the weirdest accessories. Yeah, that was just... mine too. I loved doing that. Like I that really was like my fucking jam in that game. It was yeah. so good. But it, you will see and go against some Murkrows at one point, and one is named Ebony, and one is named Murky. Um, additionally, uh, the rival Paul from Diamond and Pearl has one in the anime, and uh, Silver has one in Pokemon Adventures. Yeah. They, they both uh, evolve into Honchrows at points, but um, they, they start off as, as faithful little Murkrows. Murkrose is very close to Merkin. It is. Which is a term I always think about. Yeah. It's just so wild. For those who don't know, a Merkin is a pubic wig. Oh, yeah. I was trying to remember what that was. Yeah, often used in the theater. Uh, Oh, like, other than that, though, do you think people use them? I guess. I I do. No, I think there's. You do? Yeah, sometimes when you're at the urinal and you're afraid someone's going to look and you want to look real neat. Yeah. You get a little like a spiky little mohawk going down there, something fun. I think One time it's... I just wrapped a koosh ball around my balls and someone thought I had like a <laughs> sea urchin balls. Oh, and I yeah. got a promotion at work for it. Nice. They're yeah. like, that's really alternative of you to <laughs> bleach your ball hairs. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. Probably burned. Is that a tattoo? No, it's Sharpie. Oh, even more impressive. You know I'd be looking. You got um, the job. Thank you, the president. Thank you, Mr. <laughs> Biden. I will be the president of Pokemon. And that's I, how I got the job. If, I did put little execute faces on my testicles. Thank you. Yes. If I remember correctly, I think that Merkins historically were used mostly in um, Italian operas. So I yeah. think it's more of like a historical um, thing than anything but it is a way to appear nude without actually having to be nude oh yeah. fair um, enough because yeah. you could just kind of put on like underwear that looks like it has pubic hair on it and Got then it. call it like I that's it that's basically american so okay like that, that makes sense so if i put on like a like a fursuit is just a full body merkin <laughs> kind of yeah <laughs> love it really good this one goes out to all the furries i listen um <laughs> But if you give your furry a, mer- uh, a dusk stone. Before we move on, I do have to say shiny is pink, uh, which I love. Purple uh, Yeah, I was to say it's, it's, it's kind of pur- purple. I'd say it's pretty purple. It's, it's okay, sure, purplish It pink. used to be pink. I'll give you this. It's, it used to be pink. It looked like way, purple, and then it went kind of pink, and now it's like a pinky purple. Either way, I think it just goes to show that, um, you know, uh, you can be cute and spooky. Um, you know, you can you can be I mean, pink that's the and goal. Uh, yeah. ride a broom and, uh, you know. The goal well, is like to be cute and spooky. Yeah. Exactly. Right. What I like I, about the entire 
like goth aesthetic is that you can be like you know completely dark or you could have the most wonderful rainbow hair so i learned something the other day one of our dear friends um has a daughter who is 16 and they were telling us how there's different types of goth and Mm -hmm. this blew my mind how like the young teenage kids now have different categories of goth and some like to peter's point are more colorful and some are just straight up like wearing all black and i just that just blew my mind because when i think of goth when i was in high school like it was all black you know we had cyber goth right it would be like it could be all black but you had like maybe an electric color hair or something like that but it was usually like darker makeup darker clothes with like either dark hair or some type of crazy hair. Right. I definitely remember a time where the concept of goth was uh, gatekept and my friends would fight about who was quote unquote, the most goth. (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, it's a little uh, ridiculous, but that's how it was back in the day. You know, there were more clicks back Mm -hmm. in, in our times even. And I don't feel like that's, the case so much anymore yeah you don't think so i think you still have you can dress however you want but you could be part of yeah you Hmm. still have clicks and you still have like people making groups and friend groups and whatever but i don't think it's like hard set boundaries of like these are the nerds these are finally kill some preps (laughs) (laughs) we we did it by integrating with them But by becoming them and adopting uh, their their good qualities, because that's what diversity is all about, right? Yeah. yeah. I guess because like, well, our generation grew up, or even like the generation slightly before us grew up, and I guess a lot of us were just like loved like video games or what would be what have what would have been considered like nerd culture back when we were kids, and now all of our mm-hmm. kids love it. So now so many kids like i see so many kids with like anime t-shirts anime backpacks like star wars stuff like you didn't see that when we were in school that has become such that's just trendy now i think it has become trendy specifically i i think because you know our generation the generation like before sir i don't want to say millennials but that generation like we grew up loving those things and now we're instilling that stuff into our kids like absolutely there's so many times where you know we'll we'll be hanging out with like you know some of abby's classmates or um you know my daughter does girl scouts and one of the things was we had to put for a donation put together like a pokemon basket and one of the ladies was like oh yeah you know like why would they ask to do that that's such a boy thing and i was like no it's no it's not it's like i must have missed the memo my daughter must have missed the memo it's not just a it's not a boy thing like I know so many You're little right. girls Fuck who that mom. Right, we're, Get her. we're freaking barriers over <laughs> here. No, uh, no, but I, I just feel like these things have just become so mainstream now and they're so accessible mm-hmm. to, yeah. to these kids. Like it's super popular. It really speaks to how like nostalgia in adults really carries on to the next generation. Because do you think that a lot of these like, anime you know video game kind of things would be so popular if they weren't in our generation when we were kids well also covid really i mean we kind of started this out of covid for the we fact did, that yeah. pokemon had this whole type of rebirth with with people of our generation um and yeah, was... i mean it never went away 
anime was also really hard to access when we were mm. younger. Yeah, we yeah. had to yeah. go you to the like mall, stay up late, buy and, like, a box, watch a specific channel. Yeah, buy a box set of DVDs and hope it wasn't trash. Yeah, like, or and it was expensive. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank God for your brother-in-law, Sarah Guest. <laughs> buying and spending all that money at Suncoast in the mall <laughs> so that I could access Gundam Wing. Nerd. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, it's your family, man. Yeah. Casual nerd Jason. Yeah. Casual nerd Jason. Yeah. You may remember him from his episode. He actually posted a lot on his youtube channel during covid too and i was just like oh good a friend on my youtube that i can watch that's wonderful a wonderful man yeah good dude good dude i'd say him and his brother are uh, are wonderful yeah Th- that whole family is just great yep yeah. great family 10 out of um, 10 as we're recording this episode on 1010. Yeah. So I uh, sent a link if you guys want to give that a little click. This is I beta Murkrow. So Murkrow not changed too much. Only thing is they gave a little Santa ball at the end of the hat that's red, very tiny. And then a little stripe across the hat that's red and a little uh, s- strip before the tail brooms out to make it more broomy. Yeah, this thing looks like a witch elf on crack. I don't know what that is. I don't it, that yeah, so instead of the hat really puffing out, it goes into a cone that wraps around. We'll post it on our Instagram, but they really leaned into the witch side of this, and I feel like it's too on the nose. I kind of like what we got instead. I don't think it's witchy enough, in my opinion. Yeah. Really? It, it looks yeah, a little too... Hat elegant and regal and like elf like elf, definitely oh, elf-like. Yeah. and it's the shape it, of the like, hat and the little ball at the end mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i like how the murkrow we got is a little bit more like mussed up and a little like i don't know edgier and, and mm-hmm. dirtier looking you right know? It, it looks like it's seen some shit yeah like it's mm-hmm. it's thrown down a couple times it's ruffled its feathers mm. No pun intended. Uh, all the puns intended. Every all pun. The puns intended. <laughs> so, uh, a, a dusk stone yeah. comes across our path. That's actually a fact in and of itself. You it is. evolve a murkrow with a dusk stone into the waterfish Pokemon Honchkrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but uh, Murkrow is the only um, is the only non-ghost Pokemon that evolves via the Dusk Stone, which you know I think it puts it into uh, you know an elite group. He's spooky enough to be part of the ghosts, but is not a ghost himself. As we all know, these two Pokemon are uh, dark and flying types. Oh, and Murkrow is also the lightest dark type Pokemon. So that's Which kind is, of like a, you know, play yeah. on words. It is. I was yeah. going to say, very confusing. The yeah. lightest dark type. Yeah. Uh, so then you, uh, you know, Murkrow didn't have an evolution until Gen 4 is when Honchkrow came along, yeah, right? Yeah, Diamond and Pearl. And so we had one generation of Murkrow, a second generation of Murkrow, and the third generation. And then finally, Murkrow gets its older brother, Honchkrow. What does this Pikachu look like? 
a boss ass bitch. This Pokemon yeah. looks like it's got like a fedora sombrero sombrero kind of combo mm-hmm. hat. It's got a big beak. It's got real menacing eyes. Yeah, it definitely has big dick energy for sure. It's got like a like a white stole around its neck mm-hmm. kind of looking almost like it's got like a big puffed up chest with like a suit jacket over top of something it's got a little like ascot uh, or something what's going on there yeah um he's got like these awesome crescent moons under his eyes mm-hmm. yeah which are super cool kind of like um almost like a pidgeotto or pidgeot kind of too in like the uh the shape of it he's got a large breast that makes him look very 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 buff very like yeah very swole yeah Yeah, exactly exactly so it's like a real dawn fun (laughs) fact about this i did not know it was the mafia pokemon until me either me either. Really? It's got its own little and it's called and everything like that. Yeah. Until I saw the like its category, it's the big boss Pokemon. No, and I was like, big boss. Pokemon. I was like, wait a minute, what? big. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, big boss. Like, wait, like uh, one of the legendaries I would think would be a big boss Pokemon because like you think like Zelda. Oh, I'm gonna go face the big boss now. You know. Mm, I think about um, Metal Gear Solid. Well, yeah. it's the because yeah, Honchkrow is like head honcho, like the, right, the right. leader or whatever. Um, so, um, yeah, I I think I I did know about that, but I will say that if you look at it, you might not get that from it. It might look kind of like um, I think somebody said it before, like um, Three Musketeers type. You know? Yeah, not right away. I wish they made him bigger because he's only two feet eleven inches and sixty pounds. Like if he, if they doubled the size of him, mm-hmm. I would have a lot more respect for like this mafia well, boss type of. I don't know. Good news, this Sarah. is very merciless. It's a merciless bird here. Just so we're yeah, yeah but oh I yeah, Pokedex they, is just like do not. Yeah, fuck they're like with this, this guy. does not forgive mistakes. Like I, they will hunt was, you down and punish. Their little cronies for away. not like getting them what they want yeah because like i was like oh murkrow oh he's like a little misunderstood and then like, i was like oh hunchcrow he's like the boss okay and then it was like will like make people pay for ber- betrayal and i'm like oh not people God. murkrow so it like controls hundreds of murkrow at a time and yeah. if one of them fails it it will like it will make sure it it leads a painful life and then ultimate death yeah so one pokedex entry says it will absolutely not forgive failure from or betrayal by its goons it has no choice in this if it wants to maintain the order of the flock yeah so I mean, it just like, sounds like an abusive emotionally abusive parent the mafia. and physically abusive it's the mafia yeah it's the mafia like hands down it's like no it has to be this ruthless because otherwise the murkrow will will revolt or whatever and it's like Mm -hmm. geez if one utters a deep cry many murkrow will gather quickly for this it's called summoner of night it's so dramatic like i mean okay at at this point now that we know this information if the next time we all have a haunch crow on our team and we don't name them tony soprano i mean (laughs) i had a haunch crow on my um scarlet playthrough team uh too bad it was just 
absolutely dominated by my new favorite boy, uh, Flamigo. Flamigo? Okay, yeah. I was like, yep, he's gonna say Flamigo. Yeah. <laughs> Fighting flying. Such yeah. a good type. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, also, too, they say that um, it can summon so many Murkrow that it will... Um, one would think the curtain of night had fallen, plunging the world mm-hmm. into jet black darkness. Can you imagine that many crows just flying around? Uh, yes, every once in a while. Spooky shit. Yeah. It's very spooky. It's it's like any time I've been in a situation where there's so many birds, it like blocks out the sun. I'm like, oh, I know why they made that movie Birds now. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. birds are scary sometimes. When when me and Steven uh, had our apartment together, there was actually, like, this abandoned train track that I would walk uh, along at, just to, you know, take my walk. And it was a, through a heavily wooded area, and it was, it was, you know, really cool to just be walking along this train track that led to nowhere. And one time, there were just an unlimited amount of birds it seemed like just all around me and i was like this is cool this is terrifying yeah birds are pretty scary so dave and i moved kind of up a mountain a little bit like we're kind of like at the base of a mountain and there are oh my god siri no one was talking to you but okay um but there Fucking are these really, rude series. I know how that rude. was so and rude. You want to know what's so crazy about that? Is like anytime I say the name S I R I, like I'm not going to say it now because now it's listening to me. But like anytime I say that and I wanted to do something, it won't fucking listen to me. So very the annoying. AI, the AI is trying to take over the podcast. Honestly, honestly. Anyway, as I was saying, once we moved here, I noticed that there are these very large birds that have like a crazy long wingspan and they just are very loud and they're definitely hunting shit. I I don't know if they're vultures. I don't know what the hell they are, but they very much remind me of what a haunch crow might look like in the air and how scary that shit must be if there's many of them in one space. Yeah. It might be turkey vultures. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I wasn't sure if like turkey vultures actually fly i mean i guess they're small yeah enough. they do okay yeah, yeah. They do. yeah those are some they like... fly very elegantly and then when they're on the f- ground they look like big old doofuses yeah they are really yeah and they are they just... really gross when they tear into carrion i saw like a bunch yeah. of them on the side of the road just decimating a deer carcass oh yeah yeah someone i guess like um there's tons of rabbits by my house and i guess one got hit by a car overnight and of course mm-hmm. like outside with with abby and um it's just like literally a, a turkey vulture just dragging this rabbit across the street trying Ew. to get i'm like oh, oh boy she's so freaked out no she was like what's going on over there I was like, oh, you know, just nature doing its the thing. The circle she goes, of life. She's like, yeah, the rabbit looks dead. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, is that bird eating it? I'm like, yeah. Yes, it is. And she's like, all right. And she walks away. I'm like, okay. <laughs> what a great kid. <laughs> right? And they're like, okay, thank you. That just went a lot better than I thought it was. And yeah, I mean... In some ways, I was a little bit less sensitive to those things when I was a child. I think it bothers me more as an adult now. Yes, definitely. I agree. 
Um, the one disappointing uh, thing about Honchkrow that I have to say is shiny Honchkrow. This is straight up pink. No, yeah, this is terrible. I like it. I love it. <laughs> I um, think they could have given again, it like a deeper, I don't know, a better, mm-hmm. a better color. I, the color definitely is not the best, but I still just love the whole idea of like, you know, I'm the spooky big head honcho Don, and sometimes I like to wear pink. Like, yeah. It's true. Yeah, I'm all with that. I just don't like the color scheme. I also don't like the color scheme of regular Honch Crow. I think it needs to be like a deeper gray or black or something. Oh. Uh, no, I kind of like it. I think it's it's kind of like, you know, like a, a pinstripe suit, you know, like a blue. Oh, okay. You know what? That makes me feel a lot better about it. Thank you. I needed that. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Steven, how's your like pink phone doing? Suit. I love my pink phone. Your pink phone looks, looks pretty good with how you accessorized it. I know. I actually was like really debating which one to put on because I was like the Kirby would look really good right Ooh. in the center of the the, the mag- magnet. Yeah, but um, I also think I'm just gonna every once in a while change it up. But yeah, I I got the new iPhone because it's pink. But also, actually, primarily because of the USB C, it's just easier when you live in a house with an Android user to have USB C's around. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine. um, Yeah. But, uh, but it's also pink and I like pink things. So Honch Grow Shiny, it's right up my alley. I got a new phone too, but it was just a replacement phone because I updated my new phone, my iPhone. You have the the purple one, right? I do have the purple one from last year. I updated it and it, destroyed my phone to the point where like my battery wouldn't last more than like five hours so i complained and i'm like please replace my phone and they did no questions asked very happy so now i have technically a new phone technically that's good i'm jealous of steven now so i'm thinking about getting a new phone but i just if it's an iphone let me know no peter won't do it oh come on peter no I don't want it. I don't want to learn anything new. I've been with Android for too long. It's fine. More pink phones for the rest of us. I That's and right. uh, I posted on my Instagram, but it's the same pink as the Nintendo DS light. It is pink. such a good pink, actually. So I like. I had to. I just had to. Honchkrow should be the Nintendo DS <laughs> light pink. That would be. See, yeah. I would like Honchkrow a lot better if it was the Nintendo DS light color. Yeah. Um, the names are pretty interesting. Uh, so we have Honchkro we talked about um, in Japanese. It's uh, Don Karasu. So Don and Karasu, we said before, was Crow. So he's the Don Crow. Um, French name is uh, Corboss. Uh, Corbeau is like a crow and he's the boss. So, And then the German name is Kramchef. Uh Chrom is sorrow, and chef means boss in German. Uh, Yeah, I looked it up to see if it was related. Apparently, chef, as in yes, chef, um, is a French word based on a Latin word that means head. So kind of similar inspiration. Like ratatouille. Yeah. (laughs) Get some of that chef head. Little chef. That that chef chef. Um, But yeah, it's, it's interesting that the word chef in uh german is boss so Chef. i thought it was a good name i like that yeah one of the podcasts i listen to uh i'm listening to it all through again it's about 
Dungeons and Dragons. It's a, just a group of people playing through a couple of campaigns. And there's like this small little uh, like side story that they're doing. And one of the characters named their monk Corbo um, and has it sort of like a raven or, or bird-like appearance with like a little plague doctor mask. And they were like, oh, yeah, because that's, uh, you know, when, what, what did you say? It was uh, French? Crow. Crow. French. Crow. It yeah. means, yeah, crow in French. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's interesting, but I'll never remember that. And then just today, and it's just like the next day, Corbo. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. The, the freaking damn, uh, like, you know, it's, you learn something. It's it's one of those things where it's just so weird that you go your entire life without hearing it, and then you hear it twice like in twice two days. A, yeah, definitely. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I've, I've been working in collusion with the Dungeons and Dragons podcast yeah. to lay those crumbs out for you. Yeah, with Jake Hurwitz of uh, College Humor fame. Oh, I wish. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Honchcrow, big boss, scary dude or whatever, but also like a little bit of a wimp, um, Murkrows, uh, are forced to bring it food and it spends most of its time grooming itself <laughs> and it will not attack. Um, it'll send out its Murkrows to attack unless it can deliver the final blow. Yes, so I wanted to say this is also like, so specific to the sopranos because like yeah. during the day they're just like normal people and like trying to work on themselves and trying to be better people but then at night they're just these mob bosses you know and like yeah they have their goons like making their hits and then like sometimes they just will be there and we'll do the final you know blast in the head with a gun or something you know it's just so it's, perfect it's the, and like it's like one of the things so I love. similar to the the sopranos yeah, it's one of the things I love so much about The Sopranos is they make you really like the characters, right. and then every now and again they have to remind you, like, no, they're they're mob people. They do bad stuff. Like, you can't love these people. Like, yeah, I'm a I'm a sucker for someone for a show that like gives you psychology of your character development and stuff. Like, I'm such a sucker for that shit. It's like, oh well, I understand why you behave this way. Not that I excuse it, but I get it. Yeah, I too am a slut for character development. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a dirty fucking little toe licker for a good character actor. Yeah. So true. Zuko's character baby? arc in Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, oh so good. Don't get me started. Yeah. It's like edging. Yeah. <laughs> That is probably the most that show that show knows how to do character arc. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and just Tyro so is just the lube. <laughs> <laughs> but Zuko, like, okay. Shabang. <laughs> Love Zuko. Zuko's Zuko solid. Yeah. Mm. Guys, they just gotta second the Shabang that we got in the chat. Shabang in the chat. It's good. Uh Honchcrow. <laughs> Big boss Pokemon. From the evolved form of Murkrow, Honchkrow recruits many Murkrow to travel with it and spends time of it uh, spends most of its time preening its feathers. That Pokedex entry was Ashes. Oh which really? I think is interesting that you get that in the anime. 
then it's like because you do get in the anime uh haunch crow as the big boss sending out its army of murkrow and it's just like i don't know when you get little bits of nature with the pokemon because in the anime more than likely you show up and there's just one random one that's just like on the fucking path that they walk up to or every now and then it's just like hi my name is generic name i have a farm and this is the one pokemon i like oh no a bad guy's coming and then team rocket tries to steal it like you don't get like pokemon and how they act in the wild it's always just like little timmy and his fucking (laughs) machoke with one arm that me and my pal Scrappy here have just been going to school and respecting our parents. Yeah, exactly. Have you heard we the have... good word of Jesus? <laughs> me and my me and my coffee have been farting for the Lord. <laughs> We've just making this industrial poison on our poison farm. Yeah. Team Rocket's just like, we like poison. What if I get big tits and try to steal theirs? <laughs> <laughs> And then it's just like, wow, we learned that big tits sometimes are bad. Your Pokemon's good. Great to see you. Goodbye. Thanks for the badge. If Giovanni had a Caterpie on his team, he would say, yo, meow, thank you for this lovely silk sweater. And then I'd be the cat's meow again. Let me tell you that when you said sweater, it brought me there. Like, that was... (laughs) Literally, I had got chills. Sweater. Yeah. <laughs> now we're talking. This is a good podcast. Yo, this is sweater weather. <laughs> it is, though. <laughs> and I have to say, it is so awesome that we got to this this episode right in the midst of spooky season. It, it's yeah. perfect. Yeah, we have a great lineup for spooky season. If only yeah. this was... Friday the 13th, then. Oh, oh coming up. Three days. We blew it, guys. Well, so we close. our episodes mostly come out on Wednesdays. So, by my calculations, we'll never hit a Friday the 13th. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Damn it. But there's, we'll never know when to stop dreaming. Yeah, there's nothing but spookier than something. the waterfish Pokemon. <laughs> okay, which one is actually the waterfish Pokemon? Is that Whooper? I think, so, it, if I think it, if I think it, I just put the notes over top of like a Clodzire or Quagzire, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Whooper. Waterfish. Okay. Oh, very well. silly, though. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's a good thing to be called. One thing uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up, and I don't really know uh so so much about how they were competitively but um yeah haunch crow uh was pretty good in the tiers that he was in as an offensive type i think he was in like the never used tier uh which doesn't really sound good but it's an entire tier filled with pokemon that are below underused um and underused is, you know, got a lot of powerful Pokemon in it, too. Uh, recently, Garchomp, which was a powerhouse all of its life, fell to underused. So Really? Yeah. Wow, that surprises me. There's just so much power creep. And then with the, the Dawn of Fairy types and, you know, with uh, a lot of uh, other Pokemon being able to fill his role better. 
So Hotchkrow was good in the uh, the never used tier for most of its life, and um, Murkrow actually was used to some pretty good effect. Not in its debut season, but um, later on, I think he's one of the Pokemon who gets the the prankster ability, which means that he gets priority on like status type moves or you know non non attacking moves. Uh, so he'll do haze to clear status. Um, what is it status conditions off Pokemon, or is it? Uh, I don't remember. But it's you know good. Uh, it, it's a good move to have to to keep your team good. Uh, I think it had a move called. I never even heard of this move before. Quash or squash, which just means that in a double battle scenario. Um, that Pokemon will just go last. So uh, that's always pretty good too, because speed is king. So yeah, Murkrow was also used uh, for utility on certain teams back in the day too. Um, I don't know where they are now. Um, I know that I used Honchkrow a lot in my playthrough, and he was a good Pokemon, so. Yeah, Quash is a move I have never heard of, and I just looked it up, and... That is so interesting. Yeah. I also learned about moves today that actually have no effect. Um, for example, um, Umbreon's could used to be able to learn the move. I think it was just called Synchronize, mm. uh, which you can use against only Pokemon that share the same typing as you, except for Umbreon is the, uh, a dark type Pokemon. And Synchronize was a Psychic-type move. And Psychic-type moves always fail against Dark-type Pokemon. So it was a useless move. Uh, Cryagonal used to know Attract, but it's a genderless Pokemon. So it would always fail. Um, Ain't that just the way. Yeah. I just think that it's really cool that Pokemon overlooked have some Pokemon having moves that actually just can't work. I mean, like, to be fair, if you were like, Dave, use backflip. Like, <laughs> yeah, I could give it a shot, but it doesn't mean it's going to be effective. Yeah, you'll you'll conk your bonkus and you'll be entitled to an entire Pokemon cartridge. I try to protect my bonkus at any cost. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think we've reached the end of our... Uh... Our facts. We got a lot. It's time for some. Got a lot of good guesses coming. I I bet. Yeah, it's time for some games. I think. I think we're ready for some games. How do you some all feel? Mob games. Some yeah. Mob games. If you get it wrong, you're gonna lose a finger. You're gonna lose some. Yeah, yeah. a limb, a finger, maybe an ear. Depends how I feel. Oh boy. Tony, me and the boys were going out back to play a little bit of spin the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Or you're going out back and play the trading card game. Cards. Yep. You want to go Yo, back Toad. and play cards? Cards. You want in on this uh, this game of mash? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna see if Polly marries uh, <laughs> Alyssa or Maria, and see if they get a baby out of it. Oh, twenty or a hundred. Hey, That's Tone, the- check out my egg moves. <laughs> 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 
Yo, he was my favorite character. Oh my god, Polly. Yeah, best character. Rip, right? He just died. That, yeah, that actor. Yeah. Polly D. Yeah. Polly. No, Polly <laughs> no, D's. Polly. Polly Walnuts. <laughs> what a good guy. Anyway, in the spirit of Polly, let's uh, let's play this trading card game. So in this game, we are going to guess how many cards that our buddies Murkrow and Honchkrow appear in the trading card game, the TCG. Now, I always give the guests an opportunity to go first or last. So Sarah, up to you. Would you like to go first or last? Oh, definitely last. Okay, that's, that's the normal answer, but some people are very confident, so I just like to give them the opportunity. So, boys, um, have at it. I'm gonna say uh, Murkrow. Let's go with uh, 15. I'm feeling 15. 18. 12. Wow, you guys, come on. Like, 23. Wait, oh, Sarah didn't get, get to, to choose. Oh, shit. Oh, my God, I'm so used to... Oh, oh God, wait, hold on, wait, hold on. Sarah, Sarah guess. guess. I was gonna play Price is Right rules and say 19. But. Okay, no, but but you're, you're the one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm used to having like just the dudes. <laughs> it's so nice to have another girl and Sa another Sarah another on here. Sarah. Oh my goodness, my bad. So sorry. Okay. Well, we so what's twenty three? The answer. You can, then? you can redeem yourself in the next game. Yeah. <laughs> so haunt. So twenty three. We have twenty three okay. Murkrows, which is accurate, I think, because. I feel like we have a ton of Murkrow cards. 23 is a big know. number. I looked through for all of, I looked through all of my cards um, and granted most of them are all still from the base set so there's not a lot of dark types but I, I still feel think like I of, always pull a Murkrow. Yeah. Maybe they're yeah. they're haunting you. Maybe you're uh, accruing right. your 100 to be your murder, and oh, so am I the haunch crow, and I'm just getting my murder of Murkrow? Yeah, so that you can prune your prune your feathers. Oh, so I'm the boss. Got yeah. it. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, how many bosses do we think appear in the TCG? How about you tell us first, and then we'll guess. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so sorry. Uh, I, I'm gonna guess 15. Mm -hmm. Um, 17. 19. 16. Dang. Sarah, would you have said 17 if it wasn't said already? Yes. Then you win. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are 17 Hotch Crow cards. Oh, no. That was yeah, me. Yeah, Steven got it right then. Woo! I was like, it's gonna be somewhere, somewhere in there. I, I actually yeah, don't have a Honchkrow card. I have there's a bunch nothing, of Murkrows. There's nothing against right? the rules that say that we all, we both can't choose the same number, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you guys choose the same fuck. Speaking the of which, <laughs> it's the, the fuck game! Fuck. <laughs> Who you gonna fuck? This is the game where I do. And your options are I give you four Pokemon. You tell me which one, if they fucked Murkrow, or Honchkrow, there would produce uh, no egg. So I'm going to give you four Pokemon. One cannot breed with Honchkrow and Mur Murkrow. So one cannot make a baby. One cannot make a baby. Here we go. Pidgey. Right. 
Aerodactyl, Gliger, and Flamigo. That is Pidgey, Aerodactyl, Gliger, and Flamigo. Are we guessing which one they can't fuck? Yeah, mm-hmm. which, well, you can fuck them. Okay. Just, they're not going to produce an egg. Well, oh, well I'm going to say... Gliger. I'm going to say Gliger, and I'm also going to say Flamigo's, uh, you know, too good for Murkrow, but then I feel like... Well, well, Actually, whoa. that's not true, because Murkrow's pretty cool. So. Agreed. Murkrow's pretty cool. I just wanted I to love on my boy Flamigo. He's a good one. Yeah. Um, I, I say Gliger too. Yeah, same. Yeah, it was Gliger. This one was hard because it's a flying type and only flying type, and it's just a lot of birds. Yeah. <laughs> Gliger was the closest I could find. This is the first time I think everybody wins. Yeah. Oh, hey. I. D- I, this might be a good time to bring up this one other fact, which was that like Murkrow had an egg move that it couldn't actually learn. Because oh, was that the, punishment? Yeah, because yeah. the only Pokemon that could give it to it was, um, where is it, Volby and Mandibuzz? But they're all female, so they can't pass down Ex- egg moves. Exactly. Right. And okay. I was like, oh, I did not realize that Mandibuzz and Volby were female only. I don't know. I did know that for some dumb reason. I don't know why I knew that. Because you like the band. <laughs> Is right? it? Mandibus? Mandibus? Yeah, 100% female. I didn't know that. Yeah, I had no idea. Um, why? It's just something that... <laughs> yeah. Is, is Braviary we'll... 100% male? Yes. Ooh, maybe. Okay, there you go. Okay. But also, like, what sense does that make? <laughs> like, what? Just because he's an eagle? Like, he's the male and... Cause I don't know. Because a rock flag we'll get there. and eagle, yeah. Ah, that's it. Volibee's the diapered Pokemon. I love that. <laughs> is that what, really what it is? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh... So, uh, Sarah... Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Anytime. I hope you had a, a good time. Um, I, see, someone's ooh. talking because everyone, so everyone loves you. I, I had tons had of a... fun. I hope it was a good guest. Every guest. Every time a guest is on, it makes my job that much easier because then I get to speak less, and that is my number one goal in life. Well, I'm happy I could help. I ha- I'm happy I can help you achieve your goals. My my goals are achieved today. <laughs> um, I would like to thank Carl Germ for our uh, our bit uh, little intro. Uh, he is very talented. He's a music musical genius. I've seen him open up for Coheed and Cambria. Uh, he is just uh, the cutest. Um, <laughs> you can uh, get uh, updates and little snippets and get your, your viral on uh, by following us on uh, b- 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 Instagram. I'm, I always forget what social media is because I don't use it. Um and you can uh, catch us next week for a time warp episode because this is the first time we've 
recorded things a little bit out of order, so see if you can't figure out where the, the timeline skipped. And then, as we always say, uh, we were talking about Skuntank a little bit before we started recording, and what's Skuntank known for? Farting! 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 <laughs>